Good afternoon, welcome into twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. Does it all sound good? It uh, it does now. Now I've started talking, it sounds even better. Nice. Uh, welcome into twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. As you can see on screen, my name is Graham Day. I'm joined by the man we call Bibby. Uh, and uh, we are ice cream uploads. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? If you're in the chat, please do feel free to get involved, especially if your name is Gagad. The proud owner of a copy of fifa 23 if you missed yesterday's show we did the loot drop right at the end of the show and uh our, our winner for, for november has been confirmed hashtag not hashtag rig exclamation mark rig but without the exclamation mark uh in the chats uh nice gg's gagad although he does need to get back to us I mean, how does this work it's got 48 hours. Yeah, because he was in the stream and he was like, yes, he plays it now. But the terms and conditions say it has to be claimed within the Discord and mm -hmm. he hasn't claimed it within the Discord. He has been tagged. His son even piped up and said, I'll get on to him. So, yeah, Gagad, you've got, I mean, what was it, about three o'clock yesterday? So you've, until Thursday. You've got like 26 hours-ish. No, 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 until Wednesday. Oh, is it 72? Oh, I'm okay. sure it's 72. Okay, well, yeah, three o'clock-ish on Thursday then. Fine. Honestly, trying to rob you. Honestly, all right, honestly, eBay, mate. eBay, eBay. <laughs> so nice. Uh, good morning, fellas. Good morning, Demos. Welcome in, dude. I love those dropping in with the nans and the ah no ah no. Uh, is that Morning Myrtle in there, in the clip? It does look like Morning Myrtle. Um, it is. So we got Bateson and Manny and Morning Myrtle, then three FIFA sensations on Twitch to get involved in our uh, video. We got a sub. Viv! <laughs> it's come to my attention that ICU is live. Did that, did that actually say... It said live. <laughs> oh, live. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Did it actually say up the ICU, though? Even though I've got it on my head, I think that's what it said. <laughs> so you heard the live, but you didn't hear... I was reading it at the same time, so I imagine whatever I'm reading on there... Came in my ears, but it came in your ears like Charlie FM. Like Charlie FM. Nice. Uh, welcome in, everyone. Though Viv, thank you very much for ten months. You beautiful love. Appreciate that, mate. Appreciate it, mate. If anyone else wants to throw it on subs, then do you know what? We'd appreciate that too. You don't have to. You can just chill and and grab yourself a drink, grab yourself a brew, whatever, whatever. Get some snacks on the go because we're going to be here for the next hour or so because we are ice cream pods in true ice cream fashion. This is the scoop. I mean, we do it. Okay, back, back in the room. Oh no, it's good. Back. Turn the light off for us. Cheers, mate. Which, which camera is that? Turn oh, it the back old again. Twenty-one. No, I just turn it off. Oh, okay. Fair. I mean, we could go up there. Ah! The blurry cam of yeah, doom. It's terrible. Yeah, but we can bring you in close now because we have brought in. Hey, I want to tell you a secret. Hey, this is the secret cam. This is this is the. Uh, shh, don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. Cam. But uh, yeah, enough of that. Um, so that's the one that's usually clamped on there, but we haven't got to that point yet. We've just brought it in. Just brought it in. We'll see. We're not sure where we're going to put stuff right now. So, all right. Let's let it go, mate. Uh, that top cam is like the ICU Airbnb cam. <laughs> I think it just gets... It interferes with everything. So it interferes with the two giant lights either side of it, as well as the lights behind us and the screen. So it just looks blurry as shit. Yeah, you can't... Like, it, if it, it, it flickers then as well. Does it flicker for everybody else? Surely it would do. It's what? like it's sort of 50 hertz or something, so you'll see it, like, like blur towards the bottom in a second. Ah, okay. Excuse me. Um, I'm guessing it's the frequency from the lights. They see it jump up then. Uh, I didn't see it, but I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word for it. I'm getting rid of it because it's pence. This, this though. This, if anyone is, is after a camera, genuinely, we got this free. Uh, so... 
take this as a spawn if you want, even though we didn't pay for it and our opinions weren't purchased. But how good does this camera look? This is the Elgato face cam, and I'm so angry. I'm smashing my Elgato <laughs> and that microphone. was a wave free mic. <laughs> give it a wave. <laughs> give it a wave. Give it a wave now. So, yeah, this is the Elgato face cam. If you're wondering, will an Elgato face cam do you service? Well, mm -hmm. we have... One, two, three screens, up lighting, mega lighting above, all sorts of... I can't see now because I've just been looking at the lights. There's a green dot going wherever I'm looking. <laughs> it's like looking at the sun. Uh, no, Don't look at the sun. So, so yeah. Most setups won't have as much complex lighting going on as we have in here. Uh, mm -hmm. So if you're after a camera and you're thinking about the Elgato Face Cam, it's quite expensive compared to other cameras, uh, but it's good. It's good. Big ham! Woo! Dropping in a raid. Woo! That's a spicy meatball. It looks, oh, it looks like chatbots just, just not having it. Uh, thank you. Uh, you you were right first time and second time Lotus um, but it looks like chatbot is is kaput do you know what I'll have a quick quick look uh, and then we'll, we'll go from there does my microphone sound okay to everyone by the way my mic's telling in my ears, it sounds okay. However, it feels like, even though the gain's up quite a bit, because I've noticed when I've come to clip it down, when I've turned the gain down, it, it's like I can hear myself twice through that. So I've turned it up a little bit. However, you can hear everything that goes on in my mouth. So I'm like... I'm going to go to have a drink or something like that. And it's doing my fucking head in my ear. Bibby is an absolute lip slapper as well, by the yeah, way. I am. Right. If he's having a drink... <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, you should be able to try it again now if you want Lotus. Uh, chatbot should be on now, hopefully, if you want to just try and give Big Ham another shout, see if it works. Um, F me as well. Yeah, F you, mate. Let me just... I can't see what the emotes and stuff are on, on chat here, so... Viv says, keep going, baby. Almost done. <laughs> <laughs> you filthy boy. <laughs> uh, you sound like Bibby. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, it, it did work, but the API error is there. So, oh, great, so, so do you know what? Do you know what? Let's not bother with Big Hamstream. You all came from there anyway. You know how to find it. I mean, you could just click on his name and you can find it that way too. But whatever. Uh, I'll give you a clue. It's twitch.tv forward slash Big Hamish 88. Nice. There you go. Nice. You nice. made the VOD as well, Big Hamish. Nice. 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 Uh, you've tuned in just in time, though. F me again, eh? My stream is Fing Awesome. His stream is Fing. Fing. Yeah. What's Fing? It's, it's like a finger, but without the er. It's Fing awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no guarantee of a finger if you go over to Big Hamish's stream, by the way. <laughs> nice. Uh, you have tuned in just in time, though, for the Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast, if we do say so ourselves. We're going to bring you the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories in the world of video games over the next hour or so. We'll give you our thoughts and impressions, and we want to hear... Your, Your thoughts and impressions. Thoughts and impressions. Exactly mid. Exactly mid. Uh, so do feel free to get involved. We are live on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads where we go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. <laughs> Didn't expect that. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> 10 a.m. ish. Uh, it's now one o'clock. So it's. Good time for us, this. Yeah, this is not very good time. Like, we finished up at like four o'clock ish last, last night. So. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. Anyway, we go live at 10 a.m. ish each and every single week there, twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads, but it's not just about the stream. The live stream is turned into a podcast that we do on YouTube and an audio podcast on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud and Google Play. So there's lots of places where over 165,000 people have watched and listened to this podcast on demand. That's a, that's a couple of people that bit. It, it's, just a, it's just a handful at this point. Just a few. Just a few. So 
a few people do watch and listen to this on demand, so please do feel free to get involved over the next hour on behalf of those people that do watch and listen on demand. A couple of reminders. We've mentioned it already, but the loot drop was drawn yesterday. Anyone mm -hmm. that is a sub to our channel on the first Monday of every month gets a prize just for the support. Uh, and this month, Gagad bagged himself a copy of FIFA 23 uh, on the platform of his choice, or so it he yeah. could do. He has two days. He does, yeah. So the thing with the loot drop is you have to claim it in the Discord. Gagad was in the stream, hasn't claimed it in the Discord yet. So Gagad, if you are watching, you need to say something. Are oh, you going to miss it? You've got two and a bit days left uh, to grab that. Uh, we will also be giving away an Astro A4 headset tomorrow night. We've, yes. We've decided um, that we are going to roll the giveaway into the stream. So we had a, a social media giveaway that Lucy, Janet, Steve Lucy won it first yes I, I couldn't remember a name so I was just picking names out there <laughs> until I got there but I got it first time nice so Lucy won it first didn't claim it Ayub won it second and didn't claim it Can't so rather than I know honestly A4 headset £150 worth of headset Minimum. 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 Um, I suppose that's what happens when you just go through a million and one different hashtag win accounts and yeah. stuff like that. Like, fair enough, you end up winning a load of stuff. There's someone in this office who ends up winning a shitload of stuff. However, yeah, it's definitely not me or you. Uh, however, when you have implications like joining the Discord, which a lot of people did, to be fair, we did have a large influx of people joining it, so they obviously read the small print in there as well. But if that's it's 150 pounds worth of stuff, you'd read the small print a little bit. I think they're all they were all hoping that someone would go hey you've won this prize and tagging them in it whereas it did say that it will be announced on stream or social so we announced it on the stream because we we, we had the stream scheduled in so the, anyway basically two people won it didn't claim their prizes so we're going to give it away in the stream tomorrow uh, tomorrow evening so if you're around from from half six tomorrow night myself the trigger meister uh, and i assume nietzsche or potentially beans as well uh will be around playing some PUBG. so do feel yeah. free to join us for that we will give the a40 head set away during that stream uh, imagine winning a headset like that maybe you've already got yourself an astro headset but maybe you have a child who's in the market for a new headset it'd be the best it'd be the best present underneath the tree come christmas and it'll save you 150 quid so maybe you've got an astro gen 3 headset and you think Do you know what i want gen 4 instead there you go nice perfect. nice perfect because that's what happened with me uh, when we got these ones i just sunsetted my uh, my Gen 3 A40s and then upgraded to Gen 4. Yeah, it's, it's all about the air cups for me. All about the air cups. The Got cotton the nice air cups. Soft. Yeah, the leather irritates after a while. Gets a bit sweaty. Go for the cotton air, 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 air cups. Yeah, air cups. Yeah, yeah that's right. I, I actually I prefer them not just because they're more comfy, but also because they're not as noise-cancelling. Like, the leather ones, like, get rid of everything, whereas that I can... Not so much, but if Danielle is shouting me or something in the house, there's a chance that I'm going to hear it a bit more. It's so. my just text now. She's like, oh, you can't fucking hear anything. I'm partially deaf, like having yeah. stuff like that. What? So, yeah, there you go. Nice. There you go, Viv. Get yourself. yourself. Like, I was chatting to Viv about, because um, obviously Viv has a hearing aid and, and we're talking about, to him about headsets. Have you tried? Have you? I mean, what, what are the... Do you know what? We'll have that conversation off stream. We don't need to have that conversation off stream. We'll have that conversation elsewhere. We'll go back through the comments, though. Um, too busy making the stream look flashy with webcams, lighting, sexy faces, but an API er uh, error. Meh, that's fine. <laughs> well, well I mean, when you've got the best-looking stream in the business, yeah, then... exactly. I mean, I mean, our stream's fine. It was just only a push to yours. So we're just trying to save people from the embarrassment. <laughs> I mean, they're already here seeing what an upgrade looks like. God, we don't want to send them back, do we? But, I mean, you know, you... who's Beans? Used to know a guy by that name. I don't know. Is this guy that... <laughs> And Tino as well. He ended up deleting Tito. He had enough of him. After after Friday night's club session, he was like, fuck that guy. <laughs> Never again, Tito. <laughs> to he, had to, he had to make a public apology. It was apparently that was that bad. Tito has some divisive opinions on gravy, so that guy can get out of here. Mm, fair. <laughs> Who's Tito? 
Uh, <laughs> You're making friends everywhere, though, isn't it? <laughs> naked bean meal? <laughs> that works. Get your naked bean now. Ooh, oh, hello. Bib wearing a, a curve peak. Yes, that is that is me wearing a curve peak. Yeah, my, my flat peak. Is it inferior? Is it, no, it's, it's been inferior. bad and bruised. How long have we had them for now? Like two uh, years. I mean, I've had my curved peak for two years and it's still perfect. Well, you didn't. You don't take yours on the golf course in Rhett Wayne. Wayne. Rhett Wayne. <laughs> yeah, he's my friend of mine. <laughs> uh, big old Rhett. Yeah, Mr. Wayne. Sleet, rain, I, heavy I, weather. I, I take mine on a Salford precinct, mate. Well, yes, but yours is covered in blood, then, yeah. <laughs> Guns, uh, cheeky, <laughs> cheeky lung on the side. <laughs> Mysterious white substances, powdery and and like fluid. So you know, Salford oh, I said you was a dickhead, mate. Yeah, yeah, but my heart's still fine. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine's battered and bruised, which is why I've got the curve peak now, which is actually much, much better, much more much versatile yeah. for, for golf. For golf, don't clip that out of context. Confirmed. The curve peak is much better, as spoken by a true flat earther. Flat peaker, sorry. There we go. <laughs> nice. Uh, glad you've seen the API area of your ways, Big. Uh, big. Uh, welcome to Curve Peak. I'm just, just waking you up. <laughs> Remember we used to have the little low-profile chairs and without hesitation, without fail, every stream it was either your laptop or that yeah. fell off the arm of the chair. <laughs> Bounce. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Lake, welcome in, dude. Anyway, we are here to talk about video game news. Uh, thanks once again to Big Ham and the uh, the, the Legend. The homies for dropping in from the raid. Do feel free to stick around because we're going to talk about video game news. If you haven't been here for this before, this is the scoop. This is our podcast. The reason we do this is because we like to talk about video games, but we also, we mentioned it quite often uh, we don't tell you what we do all of the time but we do quite a lot of stuff in the world of video games so we have a podcast talking about the world of video games because it's it's good for us to be in the know and it's good for us to share some of our industry knowledge where we can um to a point you know ndas and that but Absolutely. we have a bunch of stories which should all be nda free for us i think for us to go through today the mm-hmm. first story we're going to be talking about gears of war and specifically a film and an animated series coming to uh, Netflix. Netflix has announced a live-action Gears of War film and an animated series. That's big news. Spicy meatball. Definitely. I'm on board for that. Um... I am I am a lapsed Gears of War player, uh, but like I will be watching the Halo series on, on Paramount Plus at some point in time. Um, I've, heard, I've heard good things about it. To be fair, I've heard mixed. I was things. speaking to someone at weekend about it, like IRL person who said that they was watching it, um, and I, I, gen, I genuinely believe their opinions when it comes to a lot of stuff. And they said that it was really good so far. So I've I've heard people saying it was really good. I've heard more people saying it was okay. It was not a bad watch. Mm. Uh, it's not a great watch, but not a bad watch. And I've heard some people saying it was a bit meh. I haven't um, heard anyone say it's underwhelming, though, which is always a good barrier of entry when you've well, got stuff I've, like this. I've heard a few saying that, but but I think they were more like Halo fans than yeah. I am. So maybe... maybe for, for, I mean, I, I will watch shit quite happily. Unless watch, it's that Resident Evil, Resident Evil one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jack's actually just mentioned that the well, last time they did that with the game series, Resident Evil, which, shit. being a massive Resident Evil fan like myself and Jack is... Graham went in and watched it. <laughs> I haven't watched it. I've stayed away from that. Uh, and I'll take Shit. your judgment. <laughs> well, the fact that it only had one season and never <laughs> never got remade for a second one probably gives you all the information that you need to know. I mean, I, I will watch crap. And if something's crap and there's ten episodes and I'm six episodes in, I'll go, do you know what? Fuck it. I might as well watch the last four. Like, I'm not one of those people that's 45 minutes in the first episode and gone, well, it's not done enough for me. Like like the Bamba, Mikey Bamba, Mikey oh, yeah. B from uh, Jelly at, uh, Slash Ice Cream fame will go 40 minutes tops if you're 
not got me in 40 minutes, I'm gone. Whereas I'm like, six episodes, well, I don't want to waste the time. I might as well finish the story off. And that's what I did with the Resident Evil stuff. But after two or three episodes, I was like, ooh. That first episode, you're like, ooh, maybe. Second episode, you're like, I'm still waiting for the maybe. Third episode, you're like, this maybe's not going to ever turn mm-hmm. into anything. Innit? And then by like six episodes, I was like... I'm, yep. I'm going to begrudgingly finish it because hopefully, hopefully next season will be better. And then about five seconds after I finish watching it, oh, by the way, it was that shit. There will never be another season. I was like... <laughs> and to be fair, though, like go back about 60 episodes of this podcast and uh, I can I can say hand on heart, this is not going to be a very good series. You, 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 said, you called it, you called it. Uh, but it was that lull where they was like, well, I've just finished stuff. There's not that much to watch. It, it's it's going to be a easy watch potentially it wasn't an easy watch they just fuck you up so bad like I don't understand how you can get the source material that far away from what you'd come to expect like I understand I mean this is a complete tangent but Resident Evil itself is quite camp it's quite odd like you'd come to expect really bad voice acting and stuff obviously as the games have progressed and stuff we've kind of come into a, a, a newer world where storytelling is everything but they are so weird and so far away from what you'd come to expect to be a good Resident Evil source material that it's just not worth putting it was, out it was it, like there's so much you can do there's been so many bad Resident Evil films and stuff but because they've had some cool monsters and, and things like that this was literally like watching I can't even think of anything. I was going to say Saved by the Bell, which would be a massive disservice to Saved by the Bell. But like a, a kiddie, teeny drama, kids in school uh, worrying about relationships and things like that. And then go, oh, by the way, there's also zombies and shit going on as well. And and, and massive infections and stuff. And it was just like... Terrible. Also, this is the kiddie drama story today. And then this is it 20 years in the future. But then we'll come back to today and then in the future. And, and it was just like, for fuck's... Yeah, terrible. It was. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. Jack, um, thank you very much for the sub as well. Absolute shagger. Yeah, appreciate that, dude. Three months, quarter of a year. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Um, so yes, full tangent, rewinding it back. Start talking about TV series and things. That's because our first story is going to be about Gears of War hitting Netflix. 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 Nice. Hopefully, um, and we'll talk about these when we go through this article. It's less Resident Evil and more The Witcher. However. The Witch is going its own way, losing its all, uh, own stuff, and then blah, blah, blah. We'll, we'll pick that apart then. We'll then jump into the fact that Activision, despite the plans for Call of Duty to not be a, an annual cycle, uh, Activision has confirmed that a full premium Call of Duty release is planned for 2023. So... Interesting, interesting. Uh, then we'll talk about AEW Fight Forever to release day one, day and day on Xbox Game Pass. Fantastic. Oh. First first opinion, fantastic. Oof. And then EA has patented, patented a controller that changes settings based on player skill. Horrific. I mean, I, I haven't read that article, so I need to work out. I mean, if they just change your buttons around. <laughs> That's oh, you're, what I mean. You're really good now. Through ball is now fucking R2. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, uh, horrendous again. We'll, we'll go through it. We'll go through it. But first things first, let's jump into our first news story of the day. I don't know why I'm full screen in it because you're not using my laptop, but I'll do it anyway. Whatever, mate. We'll jump in to our first story of the day, which is written by Tom Ivan at VGC. Netflix has announced a live action Gears of War film and an animated series. The streaming giant reveals projects to coincide with the franchise's 16th anniversary. 16 years. I remember Sweet playing 16. the first Gears of War. Like the Cold Train, Marcus Phoenix, and stuff on the Xbox 360, as if that was 16 years ago. It's a disgrace. Like time is just moving so fast. Like to the point now that that game had such a big impact on me that when someone says, "What's your favourite weapon from any game?" and most people will probably go to some sort of like sword or or, or, or 
Solid Snake, Socom Pistol or something like that, for me, it's Good always one. Hammer of Dawn. I mean, just because it was like such a bong, yeah. but the name was fucking badass. Yeah, yeah. So nice. Anyway, we'll jump into the article. Netflix has announced plans to release a number of Gears of War projects, including a live action film. It said the movie will be followed by a Gears of War adult animated series, Easy Tiger, not that sort of, and possibly further projects. The news was revealed on Monday to coincide with the 16th anniversary of the Gears of War franchise. Streaming giant Netflix said it has partnered with first party Xbox studio, The Coalition, to adapt the franchise for film and TV. Actor Dave Bautista, who appeared in Gears 5, has previously expressed an interest in portraying, uh, p- portraying series protagonist... Oh, my God. Protagonist Marcus Phoenix in a film. That's the new Xbox boss there. Trying to say portraying <laughs> and protagonist. <laughs> portraying protagonist. Marcus Phoenix in a film adaptation. That is actually That's perfect a great casting. Cast. Yeah. yeah, perfect. <laughs> Uh, according to Microsoft, Gears of War had sold over 22 million units and grossed over $1 billion when the company acquired the franchise from Epic Games in 2014. And we will leave things there. Nice, brief, straight into things. Gears of War and potentially Dave Batista coming to Netflix as a live action film. Thoughts? Yeah, uh, again, uh, at the very top level, you're looking at that. If someone was to pitch the idea to you, you probably like... Fantastic source material, Dave Bautista, fantastic actor, and I think he would definitely lend himself perfectly to this role. That's on the basis. That's that's the top line. It's what comes underneath that. Like, what is what is that going to look like? The universe itself is gritty. It's atmospheric. It's gory. It's bloody. It's not eerie not I can't I'm trying to figure out the, the, the other word that I was going to go for with that one but does that translate well to the big screen that's my, that's always my fear when it comes to stuff like this episodic you might be able to get away with it film wise you might be able to get away with it but there'll be an awful lot they're going to leave out because I don't think it's going to follow the games they need to make a unique story with it just with um, probably maybe the same characters or maybe just the main character um, as Marcus Phoenix I don't know. I think on the bit on the uh, the top line of it sounds fantastic. I just don't know how well it's going to translate, and that would always be my fear with it, because you you don't want to fuck it up. You want to be able to appeal to the masses, the people who have played all the Gears of War games, but you also need to try and bring in that new audience that potentially has never played the game before, but needs to understand what the world is like and what the characters are like. Because if you get either one of those wrong, it's destined for the bin. Like it's the Metacritic scores are always going to be down and everything else that comes along with it so I don't know I think this I think it's got all the all the gumph all the bits all the guts to be a fantastic series it's just how far do they want to take it I am um, I'm, I'm quite happy with this in terms of it has some key visuals like there's certain things that you look at and you know is Gears of War the big like almost Warhammer-esque suits, but with the, the the lighting on it, and then you've got the big fucking saw uh, machine gun. I can't, I can't there's probably names for that weapon. It's been that long since I played Gears of War. I've forgotten it. But you see that sort of shit. Big chunky dudes, lit up suits, and the saw weapon. Mm-hmm. thing. okay, that's Gears of War. Nice. And I feel like taking that. There's, there's such a wide variety of monsters and stuff in the game that you can take that and build a, a cool story. I do agree though that they need to. Tell an original story, but have nods back to what's happened previously. And I feel like they can do this. My my only concern, and the bit that I was talking about before, um, when I was saying about Netflix has had some dodgy stuff, 
Resident Evil was shit. Mm. Clearly, Netflix's writers have gone, we can do your stories better, and butchered it, and it was crap. Um, and then we've had uh, the Witcher writers. So David shared something. I think it was in the Discord, or was it while we were on stream yesterday? I can't remember when. Um, but Liam Hemsworth is replacing uh, Henry Cavill yeah. as Geralt of Rivia on The Witcher. Which is not only tragic because uh, Henry Cavill is so much yeah. better for that sort of role. He's bigger, he's older, he's gruff, he's, he's, he's a pretty man, yeah. but he can also be hard as fuck, mate. Yeah. Also, a massive gamer. Like, it, it, would have been, it couldn't have been more close to his wheelhouse than anything else. So he understands what Geralt is meant to be like and the, there is stories and this is what david shared but then i said i was i would i'm careful before i believe this story because it's the perfect gamer angry story uh, that sort of point you've mentioned the fact that henry cavill is a is a hardcore gamer he he builds his own pcs he paints his own yeah Warcraft the old miniatures. fucking nerd that goes into warhammer to go and create to, to paint his little miniatures and stuff so like that he fully believes it so he is one of us one of uh, us he not only is he superman but he's one of us so he's a superhero and he's one of us he's one of our own and he's Geralt of rivia okay so we absolutely love this guy he is our figurehead so to see him leaving that franchise is a bit disappointing so there is other stories about the the writers of the witcher and co being that's the word they don't like the original witcher stories well i'll rewind that rephrase it to make it clearer the people writing for the witcher on netflix don't like the source material and the law from the witcher games so apparently, air quotes, um, Henry Cavill has been a big person in terms of fighting for the original gamer stance, the original law, the original story, keeping that legit, which is where it falls down for me in terms of that could be true, but it's also too perfect. Our superhero gamer guy that's one of us is fighting for our true story is the perfect story to get gamers on the, the internet angry mm. without any proof. And I've not seen any proof. If there is proof that that's what it is. The only thing I've seen officially, which you'll never see from a press release because press releases in that sort of sense always make sure everyone comes off right. The only official word is that he's had to ditch it so that he can film the next Superman. Yeah, that's that's the uh, that's what I've heard from it and that's what, as soon as I found out that he was going to be leaving the role, that's, that was my immediate thought because it's, it's weird that it's come out at the same time as um, is it Black Adam the new rock film yeah doesn't he get referenced doesn't Superman get referenced in that again I've not seen it I, I do I do really want to see Black Adam but I've I, I heard that it references Superman within that film which then gives a nod to a new Superman film being made which obviously you'd want I mean it Henry kind Carroll of like the, you can't really have a DCEU um, which they've just obviously got their Kevin Feige in terms of what was it um, James Gunn from Guardians of the Galaxy mm -hmm. stuff like him and another person have been hired to be that Kevin Feige overseeing role for the DCU to try and pull it all together yeah. to meaningful stories so the, you can't have a DCU without Superman though that's like having an yeah. MCU without Iron Man I know we will a DC Universe without Batman yeah exactly you know what I mean? <laughs> they are the figureheads of the entire DC Universe so I think I think Henry Cavill mentioned something it's been 10 years since we had Man of Steel like that's a fucking long time to not have uh, a Batman film so uh, sorry a Superman film because I, I don't know what I'm trying to put a timeline in my head because I, I remember watching all of them at, not around the same time obviously but I can't remember when Batman versus Superman was I, I'm sure it was later I don't care. 
Yeah. Because it was tragic. It's the worst film I've ever seen. It was as bad as the uh, Resident Evil series. Fuck! It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It's an easy watch. It wasn't. I thought thought it was an okay film, but the thing is, even though I adore Batman itself, I've never really been into the, the Ben Affleck Batman side of things, so it kind of lost interest with me. Night is Batman, the campiness of Night is Batman will always be my favourite type of Batman. I will not watch that film again. I went to the cinema with high expectations and and it wasn't even like my expectations were high, sky high, because fucking Man of Steel films and and they were... Okay, they were easy watches, I suppose. But I just... It was three hours of my life that I... I'm gutted that I've lost. It was, it was, uh, it wasn't that bad. Fucking hell, I only watched Easy for Joker and Batman Ballast, to be honest. I mean, I'm a big fan of the Batman films. Like, if Dave is in the chat, we used to go and watch the Batman films as they were released in the cinemas, every single one of them, um, kind of thing. It all the way through the fucking Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and uh, They're the best ones though. Like the the what's it, which one? Batman and Robin. That's the one that had Mr. Freeze, Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. and Alicia Silverstone, Catwoman. Mm-hmm. So I went and watched all of those and stuff. Uh, so I've always had Josh like, Clooney that one, wasn't it? Josh Clooney as Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I've always had a soft spot for Batman and Superman. I've always been more Marvel, but but yeah. Anyway, that film was tragic in terms of like. Ben Affleck as Batman kind of thing. I don't feel like he particularly was bad. I just feel like the writing for him yeah. was was bad. Well, it's always going to be terrible. I'd say it's always going to be terrible. I've just really contradicted myself then. But it was always going to be an uphill battle after the Christian Bale Batman's. I mean, like it was it was going to be a very very tough ask for anyone. It could be the most popular person in the world portraying that, uh, that Batman role. The thing is though, is like Christian Bale as Batman and and obviously Heath Ledger's Joker were all excellently written and I don't feel like Ben Affleck did bad I feel like it was the film down. was bad yeah so I went in going do you know what I actually didn't mind Ben Affleck as Daredevil it wasn't great but it wasn't horrendous it was a it was a oh I can watch it or not watch it if it's on um so I thought okay Ben Affleck getting another chance at a superhero hopefully they're doing better this time and they did him worse for, for me I was just like <laughs> yeah it wasn't the, it wasn't the success rate of the Green Lantern to Deadpool was yeah, it no. like the, that's one of the most fantastic transitions I've ever seen in the superhero world but yeah it's I don't know I'd, I think time might be a lot nicer to the Batman films with Ben Affleck in than anything else like I do feel in like it's been a long time since they've been out now and I feel like if any of people was to, that berated it back then was to watch them again now they might be going actually it wasn't the worst <laughs> it definitely wasn't the worst superhero film that we've seen but it, anyway. it, it probably probably over time could be better I think it probably falls down with the thing that they were missing the fact that they didn't have someone to sit back and look at the films the Kevin Fagus so now the James Gunn and the whoever the other guy was uh, that have been hired as their overseers they needed someone to sit back and look at the film because there's so many stories over the years of we've had to have the Snyder cuts and stuff like that because mm. my, uh, Warner Brothers go DC Universe films need to be two hours long and it's like yeah but you've asked us to do three yeah. films of material in one film and it can't be so they just cut it down and that Batman film uh, Batman vs Superman was like three hours and 15 minutes or whatever so I thought oh, at least it'll have everything in and it just didn't it went yeah. from like I'm Batman and you're Superman and we're superhero friends but you didn't turn up to my birthday party so now I need to kill you and it wasn't that but it was like literally whiplash from we're best friends to enemies to, and it was just like 
are you taking the piss? <laughs> it was so bad. Like, it, but that's probably the same thing. We don't have the time to build the pacing to accelerate the story. To, so we just go, fuck it. You're enemies now. Yeah. Go. And it, uh, yeah. I feel like a lot of people said that. Well, not necessarily what you're saying about that, about the Suicide Squad. But I feel like if you were like, I've watched that film a million times. I genuinely love that film. It's one of those that was definitely polarizing when it came out, but I've watched that film about a billion times. Yeah, I thought the it was second okay. one was shit. I thought it was the second one. Is that that's the one with that weird fucking the weasel? Yeah, yeah. Like again, spoiler alert if anyone's not seen it. But if you've not seen it by now, you're probably never going to. But the opening credits of the second one, like you, all, all the original guys come back like, and they all die within 15 minutes. Yeah, and there's like fucking what, Michael Rooker and or whatever in it as well, yeah. fucking dead as well. And it's just like it's, it's bizarre. Like the first 15 minutes, like everybody dies barring Harley Quinn which obviously they were going to keep her knocking about um, but yeah it's it's one of those things I, I do feel like time is going to be a lot nicer to the Batman films later down the line how did we get onto this tangent by the way uh, from <laughs> Gears of War and being writing for the screen and, and we went from the Geralt of Rivia Netflix yeah. sort of tangent so bringing it back the story that we're actually discussing is the fact that Gears of War is coming to Netflix rather than DCEU and all of that stuff and how um, do we feel it could be good on Netflix so then that's where we gave the examples of Resident Evil game on Netflix, bad. <laughs> Witcher, game, Netflix, good. Um, but then that's where we went on to the... They had someone fighting for the gamer's story. Yeah. And that's where... Also, so we're told, air quotes. Um, so hopefully this isn't some... Oh, fuck it, yeah, let's just take skins of game characters and tell our own Hollywood-esque story. Yeah. Because we've seen with the likes of Sonic the Hedgehog and stuff like that, that if you stay true to the source material and uh, work with good writers, you can satisfy both worlds. And watch Sonic and Knuckles. I agree with you. It's not as good as the first one. Still a good film, though, yeah, in yeah, my so opinion. Definitely worth the watch. Um, but you can stay close to the Sonic story and satisfy the audiences whilst bringing something new. And I feel like Gears of War has a lot of, a lot of good stuff in, and it also has a lot of chaff. There is five games of Gears of War. And where was... Was it Lake... Uh, I never played any Gears of War, uh, Gears of War ever. Don't know why. A lot of people were like that. Yeah. A lot of people missed the first one and then didn't bother. And then when you've got to the point of Gears Five, which was groundbreaking because it was one of the first major Xbox releases to be released day and date, day one, free on Xbox Game Pass. So it got a lot of people playing it. But even still, it didn't really make waves. It was like it was like Back for Blood. It came along two weeks and yeah. it was gone again. You're never going to start on Gears 5, though, if you've never played the rest of them, are you? No. It's, it was definitely made for the people who have obviously played the other four, but if it's going day one on, on Game Pass, that only benefits a very small percentage of players that have played the other four. On, on the flip side, The Witcher, a lot of people will play The Witcher 3 based off of how good that game is alone without playing The Witcher 1 and 2 and going back and playing the earlier shit because Witcher 3 obviously a completely different game from 1 and 2 in terms of how it's developed and that will be me when I play Witcher 3 I've never played Witcher 1 and 2 but I will but I won't play Gears 5 because I've not played 3 and 4 mm -hmm. um, so I feel like this is where they need to go okay there's a lot to work with here there's a lot of story arcs that we could potentially nod towards without actually doing anything the yep. Gears 5 story arc clearly wasn't great enough to make everyone talk about it and, and win game of the year mm -hmm. um, 
but it was good enough for people to play it. So we'll nod to that. Like there's certain bits in The Witcher where they talk about characters from fights in certain villages and stuff, and you just go, okay, well, I'm just chatting Witcher shit. People that played the games know what that is. Yep. Um, and if that's what they do, they, they mention, okay, we've got Marcus Phoenix. He's the character that you're building. You probably have Augustus Cole as the secondary character or whatever. And, and he's got a cool storyline because he's an ex-NFL footballer that's now a soldier in some... Like, that's a cool story arc for him to go back and you can see, you can build the story of where we got where we were and how we've got here yep. and, and so on. You can do that. That probably... To do that effectively in a film, you don't really have much time for that. So you'd have to do that quickly. But there's there's a lot of content there that they can build into one cool film and then build out then into an animated series. I'd love to see it. I agree with you. Do something that's separate from the stories. Doesn't continue, but retells it. A reboot of that franchise in a cinematic fashion. Yeah, I think We, it could we understand good. it's very difficult to be able to do, but... That's why they pay the big bucks. Like someone, someone, someone needs to come in and literally write out is whether or not they end up going for something that they think will be picked up for a second or third film, second or third season. Like, can you tell this story in one sitting? Whether or not it's going to be eight episodes or whether or not it's going to be one film, or do you need extra seasons or an extra film to be? That's the right. That's that's the worry when it comes to this stuff. Whether or not they've how long they think they need to tell a particular story yeah. because if they end up writing something that they think they need more from and, it, and, and the first one absolutely stinks what, what's going to happen to the remaining part of the story I mean that's that's why things like going back to films the MCU is beautiful because you watch Iron Man and it's a film you watch Captain America and it's a film they can afford to, for those to be bombs though uh, they can afford to for an MCU film to bomb isn't the end of the world because they still have the rest of the story being told around them. I know, but that, but that's, I'm going back to like phase one, Captain America um, and Iron Man. They were their own complete stories. Whether they bombed or not, they were a complete story. Oh, yeah. But they were building the start of, of a bigger franchise. And even now, most of those films, um, it, it's a benefit to know what's happened before in the MCU and it will help you know what's coming after. But yeah. you could still watch a film and mostly get that as a standalone experience. The downside with, with stuff on Netflix, though, is is like with Resident Evil, it was not only shit, yeah. but it was not a complete story. You watched that first season and it ended on a cliffhanger. Um, and uh, for me, that's where the content sure. isn't the greatest. Like, like, for anyone that's watched Stranger Things, Stranger Things is like four seasons in now and we've got season five coming, like, not next year, year after or mm -hmm. whatever it is. Um you didn't have all of your questions answered, but you could finish watching season one knowing that, oh, okay, that was a good watch. And if they didn't make another one, it was like, oh, it's, I've got all these other scenarios that could play out in my head as to what came off it. But it, it was a story finished. Um, and shit content doesn't. Shit content goes, oh, cliffhanger, and we'll yep. see if we get renewed, yeah. hopefully. Resident Evil, looking at you once again. So, yeah, I would... I hope they give us a good film that is a good complete story that then has the potential to be built mm -hmm. on going forward. The Matrix, perfect. Perfect film that closes the loop. Mm. Um, they don't reopen it very well afterwards, but, mm. but do you know what? It closed the loop and helped uh, build the groundwork for a, a larger series. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll move on because we've probably been live for like six, seven days now. 45 minutes. Nice. We'll take off five for build up and stuff. Uh, let's catch up with the comments first though. Um, I only watch DC for Joker and Batman baddies. I mean, good calls yep. um, he watches it for the story not Margot Robbie no if I, if no. I speak of trouble no but I mean <laughs> Harley Quinn's always a, a top tier character wherever or not you're playing in the games or you're watching them on films 
it's not it's a very likable character that you want to fail but also don't at the same time um, I mean that that Birds of Prey, The Emancipation of Halle. Never watched it. Not a bad film, actually. I never watched it. Not a bad film. So your favour's gone out the window. I expected it to be garbage, um, and it it wasn't. In a period where there was garbage, like garbage gun, garbage gun, garbage gun, I just thought, well, this is clearly going to be garbage. Um, Harley Quinn is a very profitable commercial character. The film's going to be shit, and it was actually okay. Was that the last time that she said she was going to play Harley Quinn? I, I remember hearing rumours or murmurs that that was the case. I don't know whether or not she wants to pick it up again. Pass. There would have been three films as Harley Quinn. Pass. Mm. There you go. Uh, for me, I think DC are going for too big a name to do the movies, so it's like they can phone it in at times because of the pull they have behind the scenes. Marvel have gone for stars that had fallen, like Robert Downey Jr. is getting over a drug addiction, so was willing to rebuild his worth. There was all sorts of stuff mm. in that, though. Like Robert Downey Jr. was at a down patch, but there was all sorts of stories about the guy who... Um, I can't remember his name. In So the one who's the Iron Patriot dude, um, he apparently was the big star and he was paid more, I think, than Robert Downey Jr. for the first Iron Man film. And he put his hat in the ring, pushing for Robert Downey Jr. to get the part, like vouching for him. And then Robert Downey Jr. smashed it. That guy wanted more money than Robert Downey Jr. for the second film. And they were like, actually, he's the star. We're going to pay him more. So he was like, well, do you know what? Fuck you then. I'm not interested. And Mm -hmm. they went, okay, bye. Mm -hmm. And then they got Don Cheadle in and he was like, oh, and it's this this story about how uh, the Iron Patriot do change from the first film to the second film. But there is bits of that in terms of, I do like the fact that you'll get like a, a Stellan Skarsgård as um, the Doctor in Thor. And you'll get, obviously, Chris Hemsworth, who wasn't a global success at that point in time. But then you get Natalie Portman, who had done bits in big films. So you see people whose faces you know and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but they weren't necessarily the biggest stars. That said, you go further into the MCU, where we are now, and you've got Angelina Jolie in Eternals and... and do you know what? I think it's a spoiler, so I'm not going to mention it. Other people from other other things are in films and stuff. And I just th- now I'm seeing that sort of shit and I'm thinking, you're only in this because of the payday now, because you're a big name and you want to be part of this unit. And, uh, I mean, anybody who's anybody has pretty much been in it. Like, they even managed to take Michael Keaton, who was seen as Batman, who even to this day still throws in Batman references into everything, still managed to get him into the MCU. Like, anyone who's anybody has probably acted or wants to act into it. Like, I'm surprised that he's taken so long for The Rock to get involved in a superhero film like this. I mean... I thought he'd have been snapped up ages ago. He was snapped up ages ago. He was snapped up as Black Adam 11 years ago or something like that. They they initially snapped it up, and, like, you can go back and see pictures of, like, young Rock with hair (laughs) when they were doing the first, like, press confirmation stuff. But then I think it was one of those, like, lost directors, lost studio, blah, 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 and then it got pushed push 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 pushed uh, and then he eventually is this massive unit now doing works it perfectly for everyone doesn't it yeah. <laughs> it's not he's not in the in the, uh, the scorpion king rock is it it's going to be completely different <laughs> so oh I like it, doom i think is on netflix and if you look at the rock and that he's still a big guy <laughs> terrible film but you like look at him you think he looks like a man not not a rock yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> the stone yeah exactly the mountain <laughs> gears of war is strong enough to have its own universe on film to satisfy people like me who really didn't actually play it much yeah uh, i agree yeah i'd say so i'd say so there's a lot of content there and there's a lot of 
hardcore fans and all of the ex-bots around the world would definitely get behind it you know you know keep but, on turning that part so i mean there's it, definitely enough there good good quality story good quality characters good quality enemies good quality weapons there's definitely a lot to work from i would say there's a very good chance that netflix could fuck it up but if they do that's on netflix not Absolutely. tears of war uh Speaking of fucking it up, uh, and Xbox, they better not fuck this shit up. But uh, next story is... Yeah, so we'll go for Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Tom Ivan of EGC has the story. Activision has confirmed a full premium Call of Duty release is planned for 2023. Are they going to fuck this up? Probably not, to be fair. Not with how successful this main, uh, this main release has just been with Modern Warfare 2. But uh, update, journalist claims next year game will be a significant expansion of Modern Warfare 2. Interesting. So we're going to the article. Activision has confirmed that it intends to deliver the next full premium release in the Call of Duty series in 2023. The publisher announced uh, the plans for the series as part of its third quarter financial results on Monday. Quotes, Activision is looking forward to building on its current momentum in 2023 with plans for next year, including the most robust Call of Duty live operations to date, the next full premium release in the Blockbuster annual series, and even more engaging free-to-play experiences across platforms, it said. It's unclear what the premium release, uh, what form the premium release will take, but Bloomberg previously claimed Activision had chosen to hold back the next mainline entry in the Call of Duty series, which is expected to be developed by Black Ops studio Treyarch, essentially skipping a release uh, for the first time in two decades. And now updates. Uh, Bloomberg journalist Jason Schreier has claimed the premium release cited by Activision is a significant expansion for the 2022 title Modern Warfare 2. Um, I'm going to read through his tweet. It might be uh, gone over again in the article, so apologies if there is any repetition. But let me make this super clear. The next game by Treyarch is coming out in 2024, not 2023. Next year, there will be a Modern Warfare 2 premium aka paid expansion by Sledgehammer. It's supposed to have lots of content. Maybe that's why they call it a full release, but it's more Modern Warfare 2. Um, there has been speculation that Activision could release a spin-off game, such as the long-rumoured standalone Call of Duty Zombies title, which I would not be interested in. It's also reportedly planned to release premium campaign content for Modern Warfare 2 in 2023, and potentially a greatest hits pack containing multiplayer maps from a variety of classic Call of Duty games to celebrate the franchise's 20th anniversary. Doesn't that happen every year anyway? Uh, Activision claimed on Monday that Modern Warfare 2 continues to be the fastest selling in the series following its release on October 28th. Um... There are some stats at the bottom of this, which I'm not going to touch on because I did see a tweet yesterday uh, that one-ups these stats. These stats are talking about the first three days. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, according to that, says 800 million in three days. We, we saw a stat yesterday that was $1 billion in 10 days. A billion dollars in 10 days, uh, 10 days, which makes it the first game in Call of Duty history to hit... No, the fastest game in Call of Duty history to hit that title beating Black Ops 2, which was the previous, which means the most successful Call of Duty they've ever released is Modern Warfare 2. Probably makes it logical then. And, I mean, if their plans were to potentially make more Modern Warfare content next year, surely after that ten a uh, billion in 10 days, that's definitely what they're going to yeah. do next year. Thoughts, babe? Very easy sell. Um, the, one, the one thing I'm interested about, though, is where they mentioned that they're going to be getting another premium potential campaign. Would they not have saved that for Modern Warfare 3 Remastered rather than just bundling another campaign into this one? I mean, it, it the people have got the games in their hands, so it's an easy sell for someone to say, okay, 
We've got some more premium content here. You get all these map packs, an extra campaign, blah, 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 and we'll charge you 30 quid for it. That's very easy sell for someone who's already spent £60 on the game already. Um, but I'm very interested to see what that consists of because the campaign so far, again, I've not finished it. I'm very close to finishing it. Um, so I'll get that over the line probably this weekend. But I've enjoyed the campaign so far. It's been a, a, a massive change of pace. I mean, the Modern Warfare... Um, reboot of the first game was fantastic so I think that might have been mine that would went off then by the way no oh, mate it was mine oh. uh, but like my mute button if I press mute it just comes up with you've not muted I can't I can't I can't, I can't change my volume basically right. is, is the, the shit now so yeah great it's nice so yeah the fact that most people have got this in their hands already is a very easy sell for them to be able to make more money off of it um, always like you say the greatest hits pack of um, maps like Nuketown yeah. well, once again nice they just play shipment <laughs> Yes, nice. Crash. Yes, nice. Bog. Yes, nice. You just keep on recycling all of the uh, all, all of the maps, and it's always going to be a very easy sell. So yeah, this is uh, as much as it's a non-story. I also it's think that this is a non-story. <laughs> what did I say? A non-story. Oh, I've, did I? No, you said non-story. But it's right, okay. <laughs> I just I just wanted to make sure. A non-story. Uh, a non-story because there's enough of them about. Um, but yeah, the, again. Top line, very easy sell. People have already got it in their hands. They're already making money hand over fist for it. Then making extra content is probably the best way for them because then it just gives the other studio time to be able to make, hopefully, another great success in the Call of Duty franchise. I, th I think it's good for me as well because you look at you look at you get your mainline Call of Duty release, you get your Modern Warfare, you get your uh, World War Two or whatever, you get yourself a Black Ops again, and you get a Vanguard, and and you're just changing literally the battlefield every year which is great if you're only changing the game but when you have a continued service like warzone and warzone 2 you then have to think okay we've got modern warfare which we then have to somehow send through a time loop to get it back to the 80s which <laughs> yeah. we then have to send even further through a time loop to get it back to the 1940s and get rid of everyone's red dots and holographics and and it Farts on that shit. And we've said previously, Call of Duty clearly will listen to us because we were saying just give us a title and work with it. If you like even if you release Vanguard, make Warzone have some Vanguardy elements, but keep it as your modern warfare for two or three years and then swap it out or mm -hmm. something like that. But for me specifically, we've seen Black Ops have success off the back of Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare mm -hmm. 2. We've seen um, Call of Duty drop off and then having its biggest success again on Modern Warfare, f from my own perspective, is beautiful because that is the game I like. I like Modern Warfare. So them doing this is great for me because it means Modern Warfare gets a high five as being the the, the type of Call of Duty people don't want to see. We don't want space running wall suits in the future. We don't want uh, the Cold War. We don't want World War Two. We want good modern experiences. So now... Building more of that content over the next year, that's great for me. Uh, it's, it is a no-brainer because they've got a game that's absolutely smashing it. Now they can build on that yeah, and yeah. they can use this as the foundation. Um, it gives them another 12 to 24 months to think about how do we embed Black Ops and Treyarch's skill set into Call of Duty because there are a lot of Black Ops fans out there. Oh, yeah. Um, so They're going full live service, with it, which is, at this moment in time, the hottest prospect in creating video games. Just go live service and just keep on giving people, keep on giving stuff to people that they actually want. If they carry on buying it and, and taking the content that you keep on giving out, then you're obviously doing something right. But there will obviously be a little grey area in there as well where people will just buy it for the 
sake of buying it because they want something fresh in there, that's absolutely fine. But like I say, having something bubbling away in the background with like Warzone, which I think I think Precision said is coming out on the 16th, Warzone 2.0. Yeah. yeah, so they've got that to look forward to as well as more live service content with the Modern I, Warfare. I, that's what I'm looking forward to more than... like I have Call of Duty and I do want to jump in and play multiplayer, but life's been busy. I've had other games and stuff to play. So the multiplayer isn't my initial pull. It's I'd like to play a bit of that if I can get time before Warzone, but Warzone is what I want to play. Yeah. So that's I'll jump that in with that on with you as soon as, that, as soon as that really available. Warzone 1 wasn't my bag because I'm just not into the Twitchy shooters at the moment. And I mean, that's, I get that's counterproductive because of what Modern Warfare 2 is. It still is very much like that. It's very difficult, unless you, especially when you're playing against or with people like Lotus, which SBBM ends up making the room an absolute living hell for someone like me who's not very good at the game. But Warzone itself, having a BR, the first one didn't resonate with me. I do want to give the second one all the beans when it comes out just to be able to say do you know what I've given it my best as a battle royale like I've done with Fortnite I've given everything to Fortnite in terms of me trying to get better at the game and I've, I think I'm pretty good at Fortnite now compared to what I was when it first started massive help to no build mode in there um, because without that I definitely would still be shit and I probably would have given up on it a long time ago but in terms of what a BR offers yeah I do want to give Warzone a proper good goal this time when it eventually comes out yep 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 I mean I played, I played a good chunk of it with my mates and then slowly over time dropped off uh standard and i wasn't that bothered by the um the the two seasons that followed like with the black opsy stuff and with the vanguard stuff <laughs> the black opsy stuff caught my attention a bit the vanguard stuff just didn't uh so if we're going full modern warfare into that yeah boys yeah excited excited okay um Rumoured maps coming to Modern Warfare 2 are Shipment and Wasteland. Big fan of Shipment. <laughs> Fucking love that map. Uh, still need... I mean, my first ever game of Call of Duty 4 online was at my mate Callum's house. And he was like, have you played Call of Duty online yet? I was like, no, not yet. He's like, okay, well, um, I, I'm going to go make a brew. Here you go, you play this. And the first... The next... Like, he just queued us up, came into Shipment. He went, <laughs> you're going to die shitloads. <laughs> and I was like, why? And then, like, this is the first time I'd seen the map. I'd only played, like, single-player campaign before this point, and I was just like, all I'm doing is dying. Like, and I think I finished something like fucking 20 kills and, like, uh, 20 deaths and, like, four kills or something like that. But I'm sure that was the one on the Vita as well. That was. Uh, did you play Call of Duty on the Vita? didn't oh, it, was good. it was so good it was black ops declassified i think it was called it was so good i don't like fps on like i mean story fps fine but like multiplayer on a handheld just it, well, the thing is with the vita it was such a fantastic console anyway but i had to buy the grips with it because it just give you hand cramp like my, my yeah. massive hands it was ridiculous trying to, so. trying to touch the back bit as well yeah your hands, like my brain doesn't my hand doesn't bend this way but yeah i had to use a con i had to use i had to buy a grip for it which helped infinitely being able to play those games i really really enjoyed it Phony says the game still needs a lot of fixes, though. Good afternoon, you dynamic duo. Hey, Good afternoon, hey, Lumps. Oh, right, darling. Uh, games on Sunday, we just got more down. Yeah, but, I mean, you clutched up a lot of the time in there if we didn't have him. I mean, that's just, just Lotus. Lotus itself, it's isn't just it? just what yeah. he does. Uh, you finally get to sleep, Lotus. Has he, has he been burning the midnight oil? Uh, shipment is so bad. I mean, don't get me wrong, I fucking love it now. Like, once I knew how to play it, uh, Shipment, all you need is an LMG and don't take your finger yeah, off the trigger. genuinely. I mean, I, I've... I've 
said this story quite a few times. Playing Modern Warfare uh, Remastered when it first came out, like, nobody had it because you had to buy the fucking super edition of the shit game that nobody wanted to play. I had a mate at Activision who got me a copy free, so nice. And I installed it upstairs, and I remember playing Shipment, and Lee came behind me, and he was like... I, I started the game... And a nade landed at my feet because shipment. You're like four feet away from the other end of the map. So I got blown up straight away and Lee was like, <laughs> shit this then, aren't you? And then I went and just got a 22 kill streak straight off the bat. And I was like, what are you saying? What are you saying? I'm sure he said the same thing about me when I was playing Halo in the office when that first, when Halo Infinite first landed and you got to play the, uh, the multiplayer. I'm sure he said the same thing about me and then went on and absolutely dominated because <laughs> that's what I do on Halo. No, it was, you know, you just need to know how to play it. You're either lobbing your nades as soon as you can um, and then if you've got claymores that just gives you one angle covered uh, and a free kill probably and it's just like holding the yeah. if not that run a gun in it and keep moving all the way around the, the only you can't th- stop the only thing with with that is run a gun in it is you need to have you need to know your teammates cycle in terms of you can you need to at least be able to know how long your teammates are going to be alive because if your teammates stay alive too long then their spawn point doesn't keep rotating around the map so you'll eventually find yourself on the other side of the map with four other players and you're going to get shit on so you mm-hmm. need your teammates to kind of keep moving with you but but yeah um, uh, shipment is all, uh, all you need. I've done that one right rough couple of nights uh, is all just couldn't switch off it's alright you can switch off tomorrow after chasing crits with mates baby let's go baby uh, I hate hardcore and gutted they're bringing it on the next patch the no skill game mode can't wait for hardcore Hardcore no skill what? Uh, I never played it. I never really played hardcore. I thought hardcore was just like you didn't have a hood and stuff like that. Yeah, I never, never. I I got. We'll talk about this either day. I got too tuned to having the hood and stuff that I was too fast. So people were playing like PUBG, playing off of audio. Which when I played it, it was lots of sweaty campers that knew how to play that mode kind yeah. of thing so I was just like yeah it's not for me too right, like, the, the bullet I mean to be fair you get shot on Modern Warfare 2 now you're pretty much going to die straight away like it doesn't like, I thought that like, hardcore was like one shot kill kind of thing on any gun that's what it feels like now on uh, Modern Warfare 2 so uh, there's a reason they didn't bring in hardcore from the start as it's no skill people would rank their guns too easy uh, it's not for me it's not for me uh, but anyway, let's move ahead. That's Call of Duty. What what time are we on? What time are we on? Uh, we are on one oh one. Do you know what? Okay, that's fine. That's good. We'll we'll fly through the last two articles, uh, and then we will wrap things up. Um, next story though. This is written by Matt Black at WrestleZone. AEW fight forever to release day one on Xbox Game Pass. So all Elite Wrestling and THQ Nordic are looking to make a big splash with the upcoming release of AEW fight forever by launching on Xbox Game Pass. Do you know what, babe? I've got a signed AEW fight forever t-shirt, me, from Gamescom. Nice. Have you? I have. It's signed by you? Don't know. Okay. Don't. Squiggles. Squiggly squigglies. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All Elite Wrestling's first console game had its first big reveal to the video game world back in August by publisher THQ Nordic. Fight Forever went on to win the best sports slash racing game award at this year's game, uh, Gamescom, but there has been little to no information on the game since. I mean, they probably won it because they had an actual full-size wrestling ring set up in the actual show. That, that, yeah, that goes a long way. Nice. Uh, there is good news for the game on the horizon, however, as numerous sources have informed me that when AEW Fight Forever is released, it will be the... Uh, will 
will be part of Xbox Game Pass on day one. This will give All Elite Wrestling's first video game a massive boost in accessibility right out of the gate. By launching on Xbox Game Pass, AEW Fight Forever will be available to over 25 million subscribers on Microsoft's subscription service. This will be the first licensed wrestling game that has ever been made available on Xbox Game Pass. It's currently unknown at this time as to when THQ Nordic or All Elite Wrestling will make the official announcement as we still haven't got an official release date for the game. We'll leave it there. Big, 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 big news. To give this a crossover to what we've just been talking about, you've got your Call of Duties, which are your massive games that everyone plays, that everyone knows. We'll call that your WWEs. Your 2K WWEs. You then have games like AEW, which I will liken to Insurgency Sandstorm. Like, smaller, uh, lesser known, but but still an exceptional game. This is obviously, I've not played this, so take this with a pinch. This is just building out the analogy. One of the issues with Insurgency Sandstorm that we found is a lot of people that we would want to play that game with didn't want to play it because they'd have to spend money on a game they were unsure about and it wasn't on Xbox Game Pass yeah. when there was lots of alternative games that were. This won't have that issue, though. This will be the Insurgency Sandstorm of wrestling games, but free to everyone with Xbox Game Pass. Good news or what? Uh, yes, because I feel like if they needed to potentially get this into people's hands to say look look at our game it's a brand new game it's coming from people uh, that have some of the richest history in making wrestling games we're back here's a new game and it's not wwe it's the competitor and if they ever want to try and make a sequel of this game i feel like trying to get it into as many hands as possible is the best way of doing that now they're not going to be losing money on this i don't think because they would have had to sign something with xbox to get this on there so i don't know how much money will potentially be exchanging hands they could have already made a profit by the time that this game comes out with the deal in place so that's a big win from them it's a big win from us being able to be able to play this i mean this is definitely a game that i would have been picking up regardless of whether or not it was on game pass anyway so they already have my money but if they ever want to try and make a sequel of this one this is the best way for them to be able to do so because they might have made the money back and the, the, the amount of feedback that they will be getting from this game is either going to be dog shit, it's going to be playable, or it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be one of those three things. We're hoping that it's going to be get, uh, that is playable and it's also going to be a fantastic game because I want to see I want to see more wrestling games out there. Yeah. PlayStation 2, there was a dime a dozen you could buy fucking, there was like Backyard Wrestling, Legends of Wrestling, any of the WWE Nitros games. And uh, like, the, we've PS1, had but... so many different wrestling games over the years we've got a severe lack of them at the moment basically because WWE has all of the promotions like the main rival main rival now is AEW by, way back when it was the one that I now forget um, oh fuck they even made games of it as well I want to say it's not TNT NWA nope ECW WCW no they bought those it was the one, uh, no, TNA, TNA, that was it, TNA, yeah, I remember playing that game back on the uh, 360, and it was actually a very good uh, very good game. What um, happened to TNA? It's still going, Impact Wrestling. Yeah, because there was TNA Impact, and that was like, see, I thought for a long while, AEW and TNA were the same thing, not that they were the same, like it transitioned its name, I literally forgot the name and thought it was the same thing because TNA Impact was this big thing that's up and coming and then all of a sudden AEW was this big thing that was up and coming so what made TNA not that they've fallen off they might have they might not have I don't know but they've definitely fallen off their trajectory from where they were going and AEW seems to have taken over that yeah one. because of all the main wrestlers uh, by the way how are you doing Adam um, shout out to Adam nice 
they had people like Ric Flair and Sting leading the promotion and Kurt Angle, uh, AJ Styles. All of these wrestlers were leading the pack. Now, they've all since been and gone. They have gone to other promotions and I don't think they've managed to recapture that storm. So the likes of Samoa Joe, who were the mainstay, Jay Lethal, the people who you want to be able to go and watch wrestling there. I don't know if they still have people like that because people like Tommy Dreamer, even Tommy Dreamer at his age was leading the pack and he's gone over to AEW. I don't know if he's still wrestling there. But Tommy Dreamer's got to be about 93 now. Yeah, and like Rob Van Damme, all of these, all of these. Was, is, is RVD still going? Yeah. One of a kind. Dun, 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 dun. Well, all of these people that when they left WWE had only one place to go and that was TNA. Now, obviously, TNA whether or not they are still an active promotion that are wrestling every single week that have TV rights, I'm not too sure. It's been a long time since I've watched any TNA products, but AEW is now their main competitor to WWE. So, again, John Moxley there, he was one of the biggest stars in WWE, and he left along with like Cody Rhodes and that. Daniel Bryan is now called Bryan Danielson. That was always his wrestling name before he went to WWE. He's gone over there, so it... I think so, this is going to be a main, a, a fantastic game for them. Little tangent again. What's the issue with CM Punk? Because I did see someone saying it's interesting that CM Punk's leading all the cover out with what's happening over the last few months. What's happened over the last few months? Basically, every, as much as I love CM Punk in terms of what he gives you in the likes of his promotions are always wild, he's just, a, apparently he's a bit of a knob, which I don't think is, I, I think is absolutely true. I think his personality lends himself to that, but he's just basically rubbing people up the wrong way. It's, he always makes it about him. There was a fantastic promo years and years ago where Triple H and him was having it, basically having it out in the ring. It was a, like a full-on legitimate promo. It wasn't one I don't think that was scripted because they basically just ripped the rule book up when it comes to CM Punk and they just let anyone who has something to say kind of go against him. And Triple H was saying something like, you only want change when it benefits you. You're saying that you want change for the like of everyone, but you're the person that's got the built on your shoulder you're trying to put change to make sure that you stay at the top and everything else filters down and it, it, I, can't, I, I feel like he never really recovered from that so he ended up going over to AEW which by the way his entrance when he got announced that he was coming back and the first time that he appeared on TV was probably one of the biggest pops I have ever seen or heard in WWE uh, sorry in AEW or any kind of wrestling promotion so he does have that it factor but I feel like he's coming to the end of his tether where where his stock is still as high as he thinks it is. I feel like he is now, again, this is a bit of a shit statement, but I feel like he is now still like the Ronaldo of football. Like he is unbelievably talented, but he's coming to the end of his career where now 90 minutes on the pitch is definitely not a viable option. He's definitely giving 35 minutes, giving 40 minutes, and he will give you absolutely everything. But the main power of 90 minutes, just they don't have it anymore. Or oh, the, uh, the idea that, I okay, well... We'd let some of your shit slide because you were Ronaldo, but now you're you're not quite the same Ronaldo. Yeah. So some Go of your shit, your some of your shit smells a little bit now. So yeah. uh. so I, I feel like that is it. I mean, the 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 contract. It, he had a, they had a massive fight him and somebody else like I always forget who it's called David just said there was a fight backstage after he went off on one in a press conference that was like two months ago and he's not been seen since so I think the, I think the, the, I think there's there's rumour that the, the contract's been mutually terminated between AEW and CM Punk however he signed up to be part of the game so I don't know where it sits with that I wonder I, I, see the thing with that is I feel that's probably a used THQ Nordic sort of thing they're probably looking at that and thinking from brand identity there's a lot of people that are lapsed wrestling fans um, someone like me who will keep half an eye on it occasionally 
I'll look at that poster and I'll go, okay, there's Chris Jericho at the top, there's CM Punk at the bottom, and then there's four other people on that poster. Mm-hmm. You get rid of CM Punk, it's like, oh, there's Chris Jericho on that. So a lot of people like me wouldn't have known CM Punk was in it, let alone... He's not not in here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. I mean, Chris Jericho's knocking on the door now of being 27 years in the business. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's a long time to be in and around, and he still performs. Like, boy, he's, he's still got it in the ring. But I don't think it, I don't think he does it every single week because he's still in his band. So I don't know whether or not he's like the big game player. He'll come out and he'll do all, <laughs> all, all, all the big ones. But yeah, it's... Like I say, without CM Punk on the front cover, it's a very... don't even know the name of my band. <laughs> so, yeah, it's... So, I think for, for me, the reason he's probably still on it is is that media pull. Is stick CM Punk on it, and a lot of people will know that as a household name versus other AEW wrestlers. So that will probably get more of... Simplest terms, AEW uh, as a wrestling game, not too, like core wrestling fans a lot of core wrestling fans will know what AEW is and what it stands for and all of that stuff the stuff that you just told me then a lot of people like me will be like well I don't know what that is but I do know what CM Punk is so I could invest knowing that there will be stuff in there that I can use as a starting point Mm -hmm. take that off and then you're you're taking some of that away so you are losing media value so it'll just be down that THQ Nordic and Ukes have gone okay well we're not taking him off the posters AEW unless you can tell me who else you've got and they'll go what about Jim Smith it's like nope nobody knows who that for <laughs> so, yeah, but they haven't got a Cody Rhodes anymore, which would have been the poster boy. He's now obviously at, w, uh, at WWE. Like that would have been a game seller in itself. He's not there anymore. Which small tangent, by the way, I don't know if you heard the conversation that me and Adam was having upstairs. But I didn't know that Tony Khan, the the guy who owns AEW, is the son of the Fulham owner. It's so it was one when I was watching the Fulham match two weeks ago that he zoomed in on the owner and Tony Khan was like, "What?" Well, What's he doing there? So I had to Google it, and he was like, "His son." I was like, "What just, the fuck?" Just a big Fulham fan. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, "How random is that?" Is he English? Like, why is he big Fulham as his team? Well, apparently, because his dad owns it. Um, which then Jamie turned around and said, "Oh, they're actually meant to be doing uh, an AEW at Craven Cottage at some point. They're meant to be doing a UK house show, which will be massive." Imagine that fucking open air. Ooh. As I said, it have to be in the summer. There's no way they're doing that. <laughs> there's no way they're doing that in February. Pissing it down, <laughs> yeah. snow, fucking leaves and shit. God damn. But yeah, it's. Uh, Cody is in the game. What in AEW? Really? I didn't know that. I thought that all rights would have been wavered when he went over to WWE. There, there is things with that. There are. There has been past occurrences where people have been in one brand but have had their likenesses appear in another brand because they've signed that away at the point of contracting. Doesn't mean that once the contract has elapsed, even if the launch is after that, that it's signed. So that could be possible. That well, has it, he's not on the poster, is it? Like, you, you think maybe he's not allowed. Maybe the fact that they've still got CM Punk on the brand means that no one else is using it, so we'll push that. But if he was on, if he actually was appearing in WWE, they got okay. We're taking him off now because that's too yeah, much. There's no, there's no way. Uh, Gagad says good afternoon, gents. Gagad, we need you to get involved in the Discord. If not, you're going to lose your prize of FIFA. We Absolutely. need to know. We need you to pop up in the Discord and uh, and claim it because until you do that, you technically haven't won the mm-hmm. T's and C's are that it needs to be claimed in the Discord. Absolutely. So even though you were there yesterday, and we know you said he is now a FIFA player, um, make sure you you write something in the uh, the loot drop Discord bit. Uh, I mean, keep up to date, mate. I've definitely done it while <laughs> we've been online. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, keep up to date. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shall we save the other article for tomorrow? Because it's only, it, it can just be a little tag on one. Yeah, it's, 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 it's an on-time sensitive one. Nice. Uh, uh, we will catch up with Gag in his comments so for anyone that's after a copy of FIFA unlucky mates <laughs> it's gone um, well I assume it has I haven't actually checked on it yet do you know what I'm going to check on it I'm going to check on it and see what he's saying I see you loot drop 
Uh, oh, he's not ready in the loo drop. Oh, he's, he's writing right now. We ah. see you. Uh, we see you. Uh, ah. <laughs> Keep up today, mate. <laughs> yep, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> Keep up today, mate. <laughs> Fantastic. Unless he's written it somewhere else in the Discord, but it's still don't count. Don't count. Anyway, uh, we're going to disappear. Thank you, everyone that has joined us today, and Gagad for keeping up to date because you know he's one of those people. Uh, the stories, in case you missed it, uh, were that Netflix is working on a Gears of War film and an animated series. Call of Duty will have another pre premium release next year despite going biannual apparently but next year's full release could be an update to the Modern Warfare 2 game that came out just a couple of weeks ago and AEW Fight Forever will release on Xbox Game Pass Day 1 according to rumours not being confirmed but if it is that's a spicy meatball we now though are going to disappear do stick around we're going to drop a raid on one of our friends like we always do it's always nice to pass on a little bit of love couple of reminders before you go anywhere um, anyone that w does want to sign up to the loot drop anyone that's a sub as long as you're a sub to the channel the first one of the other month you will get included for a chance to win prizes like Gagad who's just bagged himself a copy of FIFA 23 yeah nice as well as that speaking of prizes tomorrow night 6.30pm ish 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 I will be going live playing some PUBG and we will be giving away an Astro A4 headset within that stream so we did a, a Twitter giveaway follow and retweet stuff we just can't give it away no, we just can't give it away. Two winners rolled. Two winners didn't claim their prize. So it will be given away within the stream tomorrow night. It's not one of those you have to retweet a tweet. You have to be there for that stream. If you're not there, there is no chance of you uh, winning it. So make sure you do join us 6.30pm-ish tomorrow. For now, though, we are going to drop a raid on one of our friends and pass on some love. Before that happens... Mr. Bip. Yes. Is it what you'd like to add? Yes, just to confirm, we aren't going to be here tomorrow, are we? We're out of Ooh, office. Yes, yes, we are doing event stuff tomorrow, so there will be no scoop tomorrow. Good, good, good yeah, memories. Just thought, I just thought I'd catch that before we, yeah, uh, I before we tell everyone. I completely, completely forgot. <laughs> completely forgot. So yes, if you want to help shape the remaining two story, <laughs> two shows this week, there is two ways that you can do so. First of all, find us on social media. This is at Ice Cream World across all major social media platforms, or alternatively, get involved with our Discord. If you are watching this and any of our on-demand services go into the description below all the links that you require will be listed there below but all we need from you is the url plus your thoughts and impressions we will then give you our thoughts and impressions on the very next show which will be on thursday at what time mr graham day Late as fuck. <laughs> yes, mate. 10 a.m. Ish. Uh, but that's it from us. Have yourselves a beautiful day. Stick around for the raid. And until next time, stay frosty.